Recorded live. p.m. on Sunday, April 29th, 2018. Good evening, everyone. This is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. And, of course, as we do each and every Sunday night, we'll be bringing you our weekly promotion of everything that will be taking place here in the WCWS Radio Network throughout the coming week. Of course, I will be also be bringing you today here in Wrestling History, plus also bringing you a few little bits and pieces of wrestling news making the rounds here today, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Let's go ahead and get started here <clears throat> tonight as we first bring you, of course, our wrestling history here, what took place on this date, took place on this date, April the 29th, throughout wrestling history. And here we go. 22 years ago today, 1996, the New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Battle Formation 96 in the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo, Japan. The culmination of the New Japan New WF storyline, the storyline that would actually be the inspiration for the NWO and WCW later that year, occurred at this show and it drew over 65,000 people, one of the largest crowds in New Japan pro wrestling history. Here are the matches that took place at this event. Yuji Nagata and Tokumitsu Ishizawa defeated Shinjaro Otani and Koji Kanimoto. Riki Choshu, Takashi Izuka, Osamu Nishimura, and Satoshi Kojima defeated Shiro Koshinaka, Kuninaki Kobayashi, Tatsutoshi Goto, and Akira Nogami. Great Sasuke defeated Jushin Liger to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Randy Savage defeated Hiroshi Tenzan. Masahiro Chono defeated Lex Luger. The Road Warriors, of course, Hawk and Animal, and Power Warrior, who was, of course, Kenzuki Sasaki, defeated Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, and Scott Norton. The Grey Muda defeated Jinsei Shinzaki, Jinichiro <clears throat> uh, Tenru, and defeated Tatsumi Fujinami, and Shinya Hashimoto defeated Nobuhiko Takata via submission to win the IWGP heavyweight title. Let's see, 20, let's see, 20 years ago today, 1998, the Heartland Wrestling Association presented the first Brian Pillman Memorial Show from Norwood Middle School in Norwood, Ohio. Hosted by the WWF's Steve Austin and Sonny, there was also auctions and signings to help raise money for the family of the late Brian Pillman, 
who died in October of 1997, just hours before a pay-per-view. Of course, everyone remembers that was, in fact, uh, <clears throat> I believe bad blood, if I'm not mistaken. And here's the match that took place here. Nick Dinsmore, who would go on later on to become known as Eugene, defeated Trailer Park Trash. Reno Riggins and Steve Dunn defeated Brian Taylor and the Bounty Hunter. Flash Flanagan defeated Bull Payne. Chip Fairway and Shark Boy defeated Sean Casey and Tarek the Giant the Great. Al Snow defeated Chris Candido, and Chris Benoit defeated Chris Jericho. Eighteen years ago today, put it in the year 2000, in Bakersfield, California, Sabu defeated the Messiah in the tournament final to win the vacated XPW heavyweight title. Chris Candido, the previous champion, was stripped of the title prior to the bout as, as he had been in WCW for about a month at the time. As for Sabu, he would hold the title for the next 392 days, the longest in the promotion's history, losing it to the Messiah in May of 2001. And here are two interesting notes. Sabu would be the only man to defend the XPW world title outside of the United States. And number two, Sabu was not technically beaten for the belt. He no-showed an event in May of 2001, and a stand-in New Jack was defeated by Messiah. <clears throat> 17 years ago, today we put it at 2001, WWF presented backlash from the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. 15,592 were in attendance, with 375,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down from 675 home buys for the 2000 event. In a Sunday Night Heat pre-show match, Jerry Lynn defeated Crash Holly to win the WWF light heavyweight title. Here the match that took place at the pay-per-view. Also, well, sorry, another Sunday Night Heat pre-show match, Lita defeated Molly Holly. Now, let's hear this. The match is for Backlash 01 itself. X-Factor, X-Pac, Just Incredible, and Albert defeated the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray, Devon, and Spike. Rhino defeated Raven to retain the hardcore title. William Regal defeated Chris Jericho in a Duchess of Queensbury rules match. Chris Benoit defeated Kurt Angle 4-3 in overtime in a 30-minute ultimate submission match. Shane McMahon defeated The Big Show in a last-man-standing match. Matt Hardy defeated Christian and Eddie Guerrero in a triple threat match to retain the European title. The two-man power trip, WWF champion Steve Austin and Intercontinental champion Triple H defeated the Brothers of Destruction, Undertaker, and Kane to win the WWF tag team titles. All championships were on the line in this match. 16 years ago today, 2002, on Raw from Buffalo, New York, Stephen Richards defeated Bubba Ray Dudley to win the hardcore title. 12 years ago today, we put it at 2006, <clears throat> World Wrestling Legends aired its only pay-per-view event, 605, The Reunion, from the Hard Rock Cafe in Orlando, Florida. The event, which was taped back on March the 5th, was named after the time slot of TBS's popular Saturday Night Wrestling show, of course, Georgia Championship Wrestling, then World Championship Wrestling, and then, of course, better known as WCW Saturday Night. And here are the matches that took place at this event. Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeated Nikolai Volkov. Rick Steiner defeated Virgil. Coco Beware defeated Disco Inferno. 
Superfly Jimmy Snooker defeated Gray Valentine via DQ. Vampiro defeated Eddie Colon. Jake Roberts defeated Kamala via DQ. Mike Graham and Roy Punt Jr. defeated Tully Blanchard and David Flair. DDP pinned Canyon. Bob, Brad, and Scott Armstrong defeated the Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton, Dennis Condry, and Stan Lane. Scott Steiner defeated Buck Bagwell. And in a post-show dark match, Johnny B. Bad and Russ Rollins defeated the Blue Meanie and Norman Smiley. Eleven years ago today, we put it at 2007, WWE presented backlash from the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. 14,500 were in attendance, with 194,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down from 220,000 for the 2006 event. In a pre-show dark match, Carlito defeated Johnny Nitro. The Hardys, Matt and Jeff, defeated Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch to retain the World Tag Team titles. Melina defeated Mickey James to retain the women's title. Chris Benoit defeated MVP to retain the United States title. Team McMahon, Umaga, Vince, and Shane McMahon defeated Bobby Lashley in a handicap match. As a result of Vincent Mann getting the fall, he won the ECW title. The Undertaker fought Batista to a draw in a last-man-standing match for the World Heavyweight title. And John Cena defeated Edge, Randy Orton, and Shawn Michaels in a fatal four-way match to retain the WWE title. Ten years ago today, 2008, at a SmackDown taping in Atlantic City, New Jersey, The Undertaker is stripped of the World Heavyweight title. The move was made by then-general manager Vicky Guerrero due to The Undertaker using what was deemed an illegal chokehold. The title would be vacated until one-night stand on June 1st, where Edge defeated The Undertaker in a TLC match. Seven years ago today, put it at 2011. I guess that's correct, okay. 2011, excuse me. WWE Studios releases That's What I Am, starring Ed Harris, Molly Parker, and Amy Madigan. The film, set in 1965, follows two middle school kids paired together by a teacher on a school project. The teacher then becomes the subject of a vicious rumor after the school's bully is suspended. WWE's Randy Orton has a small role in the film, as does Greg Kinnear in an uncredited role. The film makes us $6,400 in a limited and small release. <clears throat> Seven years ago today, put it at 2011 again, once again, Nicholas Wilson, best known to combat zone wrestling fans as Nick Gage, is sentenced to five years in prison a month after pleading guilty to one second-degree count of robbery. He was also ordered to pay over $3,000 in restitution to the PNC bank he robbed in Collingswood, New Jersey, and the teller involved in the robbery. Wilson, addicted to painkillers at the time of the robbery, spoke of his addiction at the sentence hearing and in an interview after he was taken into custody. Wilson was released on parole on March 31, 2015, and returned to the ring for Jersey Championship Wrestling just a month later. Gage would be arrested again in September for a parole violation. Gage was released from prison in November 2016. Gage, <clears throat> as of... As of uh, this time, as of 2017, he, is, he was scheduled to return to the ring uh, in, June, in June of 2017 for Game Changer Wrestling. So I'm sure he did make it back over there, yes. Uh, two, 2011, once again, ladies and gentlemen, on this date, WWE launches its 
Be a Star anti-bullying campaign. WWE via the via a press release here. Stanford, Connecticut, April 29, 2011. The Creative Coalition and WWE announced today the launch of Be a Star, a multi-platform nationwide anti-bullying alliance in conjunction with the National Education Association Health Information Network, GLAD, True Educator, Inc., Ad Council, Island Def Jam Music Group, Close-Up Foundation, and others. The mission of Be A Star, which stands for Show Tolerance and Respect, is to ensure a positive and equitable social environment for everyone regardless of age, race, religion, or sexual orientation through grassroots efforts beginning with education and awareness. Be A Star will promote positive methods of social interaction and encourage people to treat others as equals and with respect because everyone is a star in their own right. For its first initiative, the Alliance will unveil a free anti-bullying curricula created by NEAHIN that will debut at an inaugural event this evening at the Washington Club in Washington, D.C. The Teachers Aid aligns with the National Education Standards to complement curriculums and consists of nine lesson plans that teachers can access at www.beastaralliance.org. The lessons will focus on bullying, cyberbullying, and equality and utilize an interdisciplinary teaching model across social studies, language arts, and health. The teaching aid complements the new WWE Studios and Samuel Goldwyn films, That's What I Am, starring Ed Harris, Chase Ellison, WWE superstar Randy Orton, and Amy Madigan. The new release is an anti-bullying, coming-of-age story that was a centerpiece film at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival and accepted at the Palm Springs International Film Festival. Every seven minutes, a child is bullied. It's time to stop that clock. I'm proud to be an architect with WWE of the Star. The Creative Coalition's role is to employ the arts as a powerful resource in the toolbox to combat the bullying epidemic. We hope to use the unique <clears throat> platforms of the entertainment industry to encourage and reach children across the country to stand up to bullying, said CEO of the Creative Coalition, Robin Brock. WWE is honored and thrilled to partner with the Creative Coalition, the National Education Association Health Information Network, and our other partners in an effort to change the way people interact and treat others, said Stephanie McMahon, Executive Vice President, Creative Development and Operations, WWE. Through the joint efforts, of the Be A Star Alliance organizations. We hope to reach millions, encouraging them to stop bullying and be a star. Bullying is unacceptable. Even more important is preventable. This film reminds us of what we can accomplish when students and adults stand up to bullying, said Jerry Newberry, NEAHIN's executive director. We are thrilled to be involved with the Be A Star Alliance's efforts and to work with organizations that share our vision of preventing bullying. Six years ago today, put it at 2012, WWE presented Extreme Rules from the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. 14,817 were in attendance with 263,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's up from 209,000 homes for the 2011 edition. This show is noted, though, for Brock Lesnar's first WWE match since WrestleMania 20. So it was about eight years since Brock had wrestled between, between WrestleMania 20 and this event here. The match that took place here as follows. In a pre-show match, Santino Morella defeated The Miz to retain the United States title. 
Randy Orton defeated Kane in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Brutus Clay defeated Dolph Ziggler. Cody Rhodes defeated Big Show in a tables match to win the IC title. Sheamus defeated Daniel Bryan 2-1 in a best of three falls match to retain the World Heavyweight title. Ryback defeated Aaron Relic and Jay Hatton in a two-on-one handicap match. CM Punk defeated Chris Jericho in a Chicago street fight to retain the WWE title. Layla defeated Nikki Bella to win the Divas title. And John, and John Cena defeated Brock Lesnar in an Extreme Rules match. Three years ago today, 2015, in Kumamoto, Japan, Hogi Makabe defeated Tomohiro Ishii to win the Never Openweight Championship. Also three years ago today, 2015, Jeff Hardy suffers a broken leg in a dirt bike accident. Jeff's brother Matt taped the stunt that led to the broken leg. <clears throat> Jeff would eventually make a full recovery, but he would not return to the ring to the first impact on pop tapings in January of 2016. Let's see, ladies and gentlemen, if we have any wrestling birthdays here for today. Double check here, there, folks. And we do actually have three birthdays talking about here today. First off, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to one half of the tag team uh, from WWF Days, Power and Glory, who's also known as a uh, <clears throat> uh, one one of the a member of, of the uh, Four Horsemen in the early '90s. He is uh, Precious Paul Roma, I believe is what uh, he's been also called. May May. Uh, Many names here, of course, by some of our folks in the radio network. Today he turns, let me see here, he turns 58 today. Happy birthday, happy 58th birthday to Paul Roma. Also, happy, let me see, happy 41st birthday to Titus O'Neill, of course, of Titus Worldwide. Uh, of course, making the headlines right now because of what happened to him during the greatest Warrior Rumble match, but still, happy 41st birthday, Titus. And also today, happy. Yes. Happy thirty third birthday to Jay Lethal. Was a former TNA star. I think he's currently wrestling in Ring of Honor. Uh, he at one time did a great, uh, did rendered great impersonation of the late Macho Man Randy Savage. It was called Black Machismo, but uh, he was uh, a great competitor. Uh, he's still a great competitor here to this day. Uh, but happy, <clears throat> happy 33rd birthday to Big Lethal. I say happy 41st birthday to Titus O'Neil, and happy uh, 58th birthday today to Paul Roma. Uh, so there's your wrestling birthdays here and your wrestling history here for today for today here, April the 29th. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and continue forward as we, of course, talk about, as we talk about, of course, uh, what will take place during our shows here on the radio network here this week. Uh, of course, on, on the heels, of course, of the 
uh, of the big time event that took place uh, Friday afternoon, of course, the Greatest Warrior Rumble. Uh, <clears throat> of course, it happened during the night over in Saudi Arabia, but it was 12 noon when it started here. Uh, but nonetheless, it was a, a great show indeed. Uh, let's go ahead and get things started here. First off, we'll, we will start things off with our Monday afternoon tradition, ladies and gentlemen, WWS Raw Radio. <coughs> Be sure to join King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Iceman, Jerry D. Geronimo, Deacon of Super Machine, John Gross, and a plethora of others as they come on, of course, talk about uh, uh, give you latest wrestling news and views, and of course, John will be bringing you wrestling history and birthdays from not only tomorrow but also uh, this week, this this past weekend as well, including yesterday, of course, yesterday and today. Also, of course, JD and John will be, and everyone will be giving their thoughts and opinions about what took place at the Greatest Warrior Rumble show this past Friday. Uh, there'll be definitely be a whole lot to talk about there. I'm sure, like I said, JD especially will have no doubt have a special icebreaker. <laughs> Uh, in mind, there are two folks who definitely be be well prepared for uh, the Iceman's uh, big time thoughts and opinions here on on this. Plus, also some other fun stuff will take place. And also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, thoughts and opinions on uh, the ratings and the main event for tomorrow night's Monday Night Raw show will be discussed. So be sure to join GTS, JD, and the rest of the gang for Raw Radio this uh, tomorrow afternoon from three to five right here on Talk Shoot. Call ID 138-744-POUND. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, on Tuesday, our Double Dose Part 1, we, of course, will start things off with WWUS Wrestling Revisited. Be sure to join, of course, King Ice, of course, King and WL and the Iceman as they hop into the WWUS time machine and once again talk about <clears throat> visit a, a big-time moment match, uh, uh, pay-per-view, or wrestling program from the past, and they talk and give their take on what happened, and of course, uh, you know, monitor very carefully and give their thoughts and opinions on everything that took place. Uh, and it will, be, it will be something. It will be something to uh, behold. So be sure to join the full wrestling revisited this Tuesday night from seven to eight. Right here on Talk Show. Call ID one three nine nine two six pound. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back on the line with our with our of course our mothership. WWUS Revolution, as of course we start the countdown to episode number 500, which will be coming up here, I'm sure, some come here in the next in the next week or so. Uh, we, of course, will be talking the latest wrestling news and views. Also, of course, giving you the history and birthdays here for Tuesday night, for Tuesday, as well as, of course, giving our thoughts and opinions on what took place at Monday Night Raw. Uh, plus, also some other fun things will take place. You never know what we'll be talking about. But be sure to join everyone here in the panel with you to have the handle this Tuesday night from 9 to 11 right here on Talk Show. Our live video feed coming from United Facebook Wrestling Alliance. Uh, that will be 138055-pound for the Tuesday edition of Revolution. Next up here, folks, of course, <clears throat> I hope we won't have any problems as we did this past week, but our uh, Triple Threat Wednesday line will, of course, start things off the WWS Outside the Ropes. We, of course, will be talking the latest pop culture news, of course, myself and J.D. Of course, J.D. will also have you have everything from your latest sports stores to your box office report. And also, of course, we may be having some, of course, some interesting stuff going on with, of course, uh, <clears throat> um, 
with, uh, of course, some, some fun, including our movie trivia challenger. Of course, now it could be movie Jeopardy, or it could be the regular trivia questions that we've been accustomed to doing for quite some time. So be sure to join uh, join us here, of course, this uh, Wednesday night from 6.30 to 7.30 right here on TalkShoe. Call ID uh, 141-387-POUND for WSWUS Outside the Ropes. Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, will be WSWUS Wrestling Debate from 8 to 9 this Wednesday night. Of course, call ID 139-925-POUND. Be sure to join the NWO Madness Kingdom, of course, King NWO, the <clears throat> the Iceman, and, of course, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, as they, of course, talk about the latest wrestling news making the rounds. Of course, talk about Raw, talk about SmackDown. Uh, there might be some stuff, once again, about the greatest Royal Rumble event. Uh, and, and stuff leading up in towards Backlash, of course, will be a big-time discussion here this week. So you never know what we'll be, talk- what we'll be talking about here. But wrestling debate, of course, will be, we'll have everything laid out on the table here in full force. This <clears throat> this Wednesday night from 8 to 9, right here on Talk Show, call ID 139-925-POUND. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back on with WWUS Revolution, the Wednesday edition. <clears throat> Countdown to 500 continues, as, of course, we will, we will of course, no doubt have uh, our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Of course, we will give our thoughts and opinions about what took place on SmackDown Live this, this coming Tuesday. Uh, there'll also be some other fun stuff going on, of course, including some, who knows, it could be could be a championship matchup here popping up here. It could be some would-you-rathers. It could be some other uh, some other fun stuff taking place. You never know what we'll be doing. So be sure to join us for the Wednesday edition of Revolution, which will be coming from NWA US Built on Tradition. <clears throat> this this Wednesday night from 9 to 11, right here on TalkShoe, call ID 138-055-POUND. Next up, this coming Thursday night, of course, will be the second installment, NWO Wolfpack, 138-521-POUND. Our live video feed for Wolfpack will be from our Ring of Honor tribute group, ROHUS, Honor of the Ring. We'll, of course, be talking about uh, the latest wrestling news and views and history of birthdays. Also, we'll sum up about or some more talk about backlash. No doubt, we, either, no doubt that J.D. and John will be giving us their predictions for what we'll take for all who who they think will win each match at Backlash this coming Sunday. And we'll talk more into detail about that here in just a moment. But all in all, uh, Wolfpack will be a great show indeed. Like I said, live video feed from ROHUS Honor of the Ring this Thursday night from 9 to 11 right here on Talk Show. Call ID 138-521-POUND. Next up here, folks, will be the Friday edition of Revolution. One three eight zero five five pound. Of course, our countdown to five hundred continues there. Our live video feed will be coming from our group dedicated to the Latino World Order, LWUS Latino Dynasty. Of course, ladies, wrestling news and views, history and birthdays, more talk about backlash, uh, some fun stuff going on. Like I said, anything we could there could be anything, you know, coming up here, ladies and gentlemen. It could be, <clears throat> it could be. Um, of course, wrestling, it could be Wrestling Jeopardy, it could be some Would You Rathers, it could be just some general discussion, it could be some fancy matchups, you never know what could be going on, but we will definitely have something. <clears throat> but, uh, but all in all, it will be, like I said, a tremendous show this Friday night from 9 to 11 right here on Talk Show. Call ID 138 pounds for that. 
This coming Saturday afternoon, of course, as always, will be WWS Power Hour as we will review all the shows that we that we of course accomplished this past this coming week here on the radio network. Uh, of course, <coughs> call ID one four one three six four pounds. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be we'll also be giving you, of course, our wrestling history for this coming for this coming Saturday, as well as, of course, some wrestling news bites now popping up here. Uh, of course, like on the eve, of course, it will be a big time pay per view. Of course, with Backlash. So be sure to join us here for the Power Hour this Saturday afternoon at five o'clock. Uh, <clears throat> call ID one one four one three six four pounds or US Power Hour for that. And this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, yes, indeed, we need to definitely bring that to your attention. But we, this coming Sunday will be a tremendous show indeed. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, will be our prediction show. As you know, next Sunday will be, of course, the Backlash pay-per-view. The first one, of course, that will include both. That will include superstars from both Raw and SmackDown. Uh, it will also, <clears throat> of course, will run down all our thoughts and opinions on who will win each match. Uh, of course, more matches I'm sure will be added on to the mix between now and this, and now and next Sunday. But uh, of course, of course, our prediction show will also have another big time flair to it, as will also be uh, the next Sunday. Of course, May the sixth will be, of course, the three year anniversary of the WWUS Radio Network. And of course, in addition to any predictions that we make here, of course, we'll definitely be talking about all the all of our what we have done in the last three years. What we have accomplished, who we have met, um, <clears throat> who um, um, just some interesting moments there indeed, of course, to talk about. Um, so uh, it will be like I said, a big time, big time showing here indeed. So be sure to join join myself, and hopefully we'll have more folks on this next Sunday at five o'clock p.m. for a prediction show for WWE Backlash. <clears throat> One special edition, of course, of Revolution 138055 pounds. This sun, next Sunday afternoon at 5 p.m. right here on Talk Show. Uh, live video feed has not been has not been um, set up yet, but we will let you know when we will have that. We'll let you know during the week during all of our shows here in the radio network. So be sure to listen in for that. Uh, so all in all, folks, it will be a big time week here, of course. Like I said, with um, with of course. We have, of course, uh, backlash next Sunday, and also our our three year anniversary here in the radio network. <clears throat> so be, it will be a fun time have had had by all. So be sure to join us for that here this. Something here just come a week here this week or backlash. Like I said, the main focus of this week. Excuse me, just one second. to join us here for that here this coming week. Let's go ahead, folks, and see what's going on, and let's run down any wrestling news tidbits that we have here, courtesy of our friends here at 411 Mania. I'm sure, like I said, they have a lot of stories on tap here for us 
let's see what they have here uh, for us uh, for us today. Of course. <clears throat> Let's see what we have here. Uh, excuse me there, ladies and gentlemen. My apologies for that. Bring you two or three quick, two or three quick stories here. Of course, <clears throat> and of course, I said for Eleven Mania. We do thank them for allowing us to read their stories here in the WWS Radio Network each and every night here. Of course, on TalkShoe.com. Of course, including of course Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, um, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, and during our promos and so on and so forth. Jeremy Thomas brings us a story right here as. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us this story right here. It's, uh, it's important here. WWE stars flight to Raw canceled to cap off busy travel week. Uh, let's bring in this story right here. Very interesting indeed. Several WWE stars have, have had their connecting flights to Montreal for Raw canceled a day after arriving in the United States from Saudi Arabia. PW Insider reports that most of the talent flew into New York and out through JFK Airport to get to where they live, and then leave for Raw 24 hours later. Some of them then flew back into New York and would connect to LaGuardia Airport into Montreal. However, the connecting flight was canceled and they must now get rental cars to drive six hours to Montreal. That marked several days of travel across the world for these talents, with jet lag factoring into their physical states it was not reported which roster members were affected. Raw takes place tomorrow night and airs live on the USA Network. So, folks, let's let's just hope, like I said, they're able to. Uh, let's just hope they're able to uh, to to uh, be able to perform here, folks. So. Jimmy Thomas brings us this story here, here as Bruce Pritchard recalls WWF Magazine spoiling the main event at WrestleMania 4. Bruce Pritchard spoke on his Something to Wrestle With podcast about the lead-up to WrestleMania 4, the main, the main event result being spoiled and more. Here's a video right here below, but plus here's some highlights via Wrestling Inc. On the lead-up to WrestleMania 4, <clears throat> Pritchard says, I heard, the first time I heard about it was on November or December of 1987. When we were getting ready to plan, and that was the announcement, that the announcement was being made of the main event on the live show of NBC. And that was going to be taking the championship off of Hulk Hogan, and Hogan was going to be doing a movie in the summer of 1988. On WWF Magazine spoiling their pay-per-view, Pritchard says, well, former WWF Magazine editor Ed Recruiting was reprimanded for it and got in trouble for it. 
He was the editor of the magazine. What they failed to point out and, and flies into the face of rumor and innuendo that the honky-tonk man refused to do a job to Randy Savage, so he switched since his magazine went into production in January. Okay, so conspiracy theorists explain that one. It was a mistake. It was a mistake that somebody in the magazine did, and nobody caught it. Because of this mistake, unfortunately, I had to proofread the magazine going forward after 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 it for somebody from the pro wrestling side to read it because it was people that were in publications and not always in tune to what they were doing, and they had information on Hogan coming into the ring to celebrate Randy Savage's WWF Championship win at the pay-per-view. Richard says, Randy Savage was fine with it because he wanted the endorsement. For Randy, looking at that, was a passing of the torch as well. For Hulk Hogan to be out there and endorse him, plus it was a prelude preparing you for next year's big event, WrestleMania Five. So, folks, you know, you know, there you have it there. Uh, um, you know, somebody... Uh, not doing what they're supposed to be doing there, so let's wait and see what happens there. Jeremy Thomas brings us a story right here as WWE signs Danny Birch to a new NXT contract. Danny Birch has signed a new NXT contract with WWE. Birch has been working a part-time schedule with NXT since 2015 and per PW Insider was offered a new contract with the company last month. Birch, whose real name is Martin Stone, was under an NXT contract previously, but was released in 2014. His working part-time with NXT has has also been working with independent shows, most recently Rev Pro's WrestleCon show. The site notes that Birch gave a farewell speech at Sunday's Beyond Wrestling show. So we got a great competitor here re-signing a contract here, so... We uh, can't wait to see what what more he, he will have to offer. Henry Thomas has some more WWE news right here. Saying a prank video gets people to believe The Rock is an NFL draft prospect. Plus, Mojo Raleigh fires back at some critics. A new video from NFL's The Checkdown pranked fans by getting them to believe that Dwayne The Rock Johnson and others our NFL draft prospects. Here's the video right here is below on this page, which fans are asked about draft prospects. Dwayne Johnson, Mason Ramsey, who was the the viral the, the yodeling kid in the viral video that we've seen at Walmart, and others. And the fans respond that they know who the names are, they don't, and how how why they'll place in the draft. <clears throat> the checkdown at the checkdown posted this on Twitter yesterday. We asked fans about fake hashtag NFL draft prospects. So, uh, your guess is as good as mine on that, folks. Mulder Raleigh spent part of his Saturday healing it up on Twitter as he fired back at some of his critics. At Mojo Raleigh WWE, his real name, Dean Muhadi, Mutadi, that's how you pronounce it, my apologies, says, uh, says here on Twitter today, why not? Your job is to flip hamburgers, and I always say thank you when I buy one. He also said he also said today on Twitter, I do this to put smiles on faces. If I only cared about money, I would use my master's degree in business for a job that doesn't break my back. It's always the guys with no money that only care about money. What I'm saying is you're broke and a joke. 
Also, he said on Twitter, I do, let's see, he said, okay. And one more thing he says right here today, I love life, I'm on top of the world, I'm not going to let any of these Twitter clowns drag me down. Get your own life so you don't have to hate on others. So, there you have it. There you have it there, folks. I mean, Mojo seems to be doing a great job there wrestling. He is, in that, he is indeed. A couple more stories we'll bring you here today. Jeffrey Harris brings us this story here. As James Ellsworth, according to J.D., calls him the nerd, on realizing he was getting over with the WWE Universe, discusses how he wanted to become a wrestler and reflects on his WWE debut. Late last March, James Ellsworth was a guest on WWE Hall of Famer Stone Cold Steve Austin's Steve Austin show, and he discussed his run in WWE. Lowest some audio and highlights from the show, transcript via resident.com. But here are some things here to, that, uh, that I'll read that Ellsworth has said himself. James Ellsworth on how he wanted, always wanted to be a wrestler. He says, I can't remember even not wanting to be a pro wrestler. I started watching at a young age. In t- kindergarten and first grade, they would ask, that's what we wanted to be when we grew up. People would dress as doctors or police officers or nurses, but I would come dressed as a wrestler. My dad would try to dress me up as a baseball player, but I'm like, no, I want to dress up like the Ultimate Warrior because I want to be a professional wrestler when I grow up. I can't remember not wanting to be a pro wrestler my whole life. I started watching wrestling as a young, young age, around four or five years old. Ricky Morton was the first pro wrestler that I noticed in the NWA around 88 or 89. I was about four or five years old. Then I noticed Macho Man Randy Savage and the Ultimate Warrior. I was just hooked right away. James Ellsworth on his parents not supporting him wanting to pursue a wrestling career. He says, they were like, look, you're not going to make it big. You're not going to, you're going to get hurt. You shouldn't do this. You're going to take your graduation money you made and put it into pro wrestling school. It's not very smart, but we know we're not going to stop you from doing it. They were supportive in that way when they told me all the A, B, and C why you, of why you shouldn't do it. But then they were like, we know you want to do it, so go get them and see what happens. James Ellsworth, I'm getting over with the fans in the WWE Universe. He says this, after the six weeks, and I knew I would be appearing on TV, I was like, man, is this just an Internet thing where guys were just having fun on the Internet, or did people really care? But that first appearance on SmackDown, AJ Styles was looking for a partner when AJ Styles was a heel. And Brian said, if you couldn't look for a partner, then we would find one for you. I was going to be revealed as a partner. I was thinking, man, hopefully they react when I walk into the camera into the shop. But AJ Styles couldn't find a partner. Nobody wanted to team with him. It was a match against Dean Ambrose and John Cena. When I walked into the camera, I heard the crowd react. It was a live shot, and we did the shot. Afterwards, Shane McMahon came to me and said, kid, did you hear that pop? He was all excited for me. You know, Shane, he's one of the boys. He, once he started doing Doing that, I realized that it was real, and people wanted to see the character and see it do something. That night before it debuted, Miz beat me up on the stage and stole a spot in the match, and then you didn't see me again for a month, and that was when I came into Russell AJ Styles for the first time. So, folks, there you have it here on how, uh, and of course, there's another story about wanting to be a pro wrestler, you know, that what you're thinking about as a kid, so there you go. And one more story here, folks, before we close out the evening here. Jeffrey Harris brings us this story. Um, Dalton Castle explains the pressures of being the ROH World Champion, discusses how the Bullet Club has helped wrestling. 
Chris Van Vliet recently interviewed ROH World Champion Dalton Castle in an ROH bound by honor in West Palm Beach, Florida last week. There's a, there's a video on here and some highlights for the interview. Of course, trans, transcript as always via WrestlingInc.com. Castle on comparisons to him is Velveteen Dream. I don't see that. He's kind of playing up a Prince thing, right? He's coming, he's coming out with boys, then all right, we're cool. Castle on the pressure of being ROH world champion. Castle says, before I was champion, it didn't matter if I messed up. I could go out there, and if I pulled off a really great match, that was great. If I didn't, that was fine, too, because there was no risk. Now that I'm the champion, I feel like every time I'm out in the ring, I have to prove to everybody that I, could, that I belong, belong there. There's no room for error anymore. I have to be the best wrestler I can be every time I hit the ring because as long as that championship's around my waist, people are going to be doubting me or looking at me or wondering why. Don Castle on watching WWE and all wrestling. He says, I watch all wrestling. It doesn't matter what company it is. I'm the world champion of Ring of Honor, and I love this place. I'm very, very proud to be a part of it. Let's not forget, I love wrestling, so if there's wrestling to be seen, I'm going to watch it. Dalton Castle on how the Bullet Club has helped wrestling. It's mathematically impossible, Castle says, for every member of the Bullet Club to be cool, but they're all great wrestlers. I respect the hell out of them. I have all of them. The Young Bucks have taken all of us and wrestling in general to the next level. See how they elevated themselves on their own and, 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 and as they have, they've elevated. I feel like all wrestling around them has elevated, and I feel like we all owe them a great gratitude for that. So they, the, the folks right there, they, one more little thing we'll bring you here. I know I did say that, but but uh, this is, of course, uh, Jerry Harris brings us this story, of course, and as the continuing thing goes on, of course, involving the uh, breakup of John Cena and Nikki Bella. Jerry Harris brings us this story right here as Total Bella's undergoing reshoots due to John Cena and Nikki Bella's split. As previously reported, it's been stated that the next upcoming season of Total Bellas will show what went wrong in the Nikki Bella and John Cena relationship leading to their recent breakup. Additionally, Dave Meltzer stated in the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer Radio via Reddit that the upcoming season is actually being reshot due to the breakup. It wasn't mentioned during the show much, during the show much, the show is much, much is being reshot. But the season was originally going to be built around Cena and Nikki's now canceled nuptials. The show is now said to be currently filming Cena and Nikki's breakup. So, folks, there you have it there. Uh, the darn, darn shame. So, so, we'll have to wait and see how all that goes. On that note there, folks, we do thank you for listening in here tonight to our, our weekly promotion. Of course, be sure to join us right here in the radio network <clears throat> coming up here. Uh, so uh, be sure to join us here for all of our shows here this week. Of course, starting with Raw Radio tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. And, of course, going on to, of course, Revolution, Pack. Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, and, of course, our prediction show next Sunday with, of course, of course talking about Backlash and also, of course, the three-year anniversary of the radio network. 
<clears throat> for the entire panel way to tough the handle. This is Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for joining us here tonight. And be sure to catch all of our shows here this week here in the radio network as we will have a lot to talk about here, folks, in more ways than one from everyone here in the radio network. This has been a promotion of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, which is, which of course, right now we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. <clears throat> so ladies and take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you in the ring and also on the red carpet. And as always here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, God bless everyone. We will talk at you this week. I look forward to talking to you here soon. Take care and God bless.